0: Today on The Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Earlier this week, the provincial government announced changing the rules of its 10-year automated vehicle pilot project. How soon could Ontario drivers find themselves in driverless cars? How far away is that? Is it still too far away to see. Let's bring in Sunil Johal, Johal, Policy Director at the Moat Centre School of Public Policy and Governance at the University of Toronto and is with us now. Sunil, thanks for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. My pleasure. So what does the latest test info mean? How does this affect Ontario drivers? What does this latest announcement entail?
1: Sure. So it doesn't mean anything right now. Essentially, the government has put out some proposed amendments for comment, and then those would need to still go through a a regulatory amendment legislative process to actually become law. But essentially, if this happens, uh, right now you can test uh, autonomous vehicles on the roads in Ontario if you've got a driver in A human driver in the in the driver's seat, ready to take over in case anything goes wrong. What this would change is that you would no longer require a driver uh, in the car anymore, and you so you would literally have an autonomous vehicle, a car driving around with nobody uh, in it. Although there would be requirements to have uh, remote communication with a with a human who would be monitoring uh, what was happening with the car. So that's a significant. Uh, change. It actually goes beyond uh, what we're seeing in jurisdictions like Arizona and California, which uh, had had been up until now really the leaders on this type of uh, testing in North America, even in Arizona, which was kind of viewed as the Wild West, they let anything go. They still require a human driver somewhere in the car. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the driver's seat, but you could have a person in the passenger seat or in the back seat. So Ontario is going a step uh, beyond that potentially.
0: I can't wait till the day I can ride in the back seat of my own car. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, are we at this stage yet, or are these regulations and rules that are being put in place, guidelines being put in place for future development?
1: Uh, I mean, we're 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 there now. I mean. These cars are driving uh, in Ontario. I mentioned places like Arizona and california, and they 're putting hundreds of thousands millions of miles uh, on these test cars, a variety of different companies ranging from Google uh, to Uber to uh, a number of others. I mean the technology exists I think the <laughs> the kind of issue for governments to date has been well how how soon do we want to take those safety rails uh, off the pilot? Uh, projects and and let these cars really do what they they are capable uh, of doing. So I think Ontario is at the point now where obviously they've done some analysis and feel comfortable uh, not having a person potentially in the car at all and 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 seeing what uh, happens.
0: What will this transition be like? Uh, you know, now we've got cruise control, we've got cars that'll, that'll park themselves, what have you. Will this be a gradual thing or all of a sudden, hey, just like you're buying an electric car, you can go buy one that you can ride in the passenger seat? How will this transition be?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's obviously lots of different potential paths this could take. I think, as with, you mentioned, electric cars, I mean, you see some electric cars, on the roads now you'll see them parked in certain neighborhoods kind of as you drive as you drive by but it's it's been fairly slow and you've got kind of the early tech adopters the people who are always trying to get get out in front of everybody and try the new latest uh thing Uh, Doing this, and I think you'll probably see the same kind of thing with autonomous vehicles. I mean, and presumably also they're going to be fairly expensive early on, as well. So I mean, this isn't going to be kind of. Do I buy my? Good point.
0: Will it be as expensive as an
1: electric car, for example? I guess it would. I would imagine it it would be more expensive than an electric car. I mean, with all the technology, software, Mm -hmm. and cameras that you that you require in an autonomous vehicle, I mean, you'd be looking at. A higher price, I would imagine, in the early stages mm-hmm. uh, than electric car, and that obviously would be a major disincentive for a lot of people in terms of, do I just buy a regular Honda, or do I buy kind of something that costs maybe four or five times as much?
0: Do you think there'll uh, be government incentives to buy these, the way there's uh, go- uh, huge government incentives to buy electric vehicles?
1: I would doubt it. I mean, I think on, uh, with electric vehicles, there's the kind of climate change, environmental angle, Uh, to it with autonomous vehicles that may not actually be uh, in place. I think the motivation – and I think there will be a a personal motivation for people to buy these vehicles because, A, uh, it's more convenient. You can kind of take a nap in your car or do work in your car and not have to worry about focusing on the road. And, B, uh, the other big game changer here is you could – Have your car drive you to work and then send it out to make you money for eight hours until you have to drive back home. So, I mean, I don't think the government would really need to step in and incentivize Mm. people to buy that because there'd be a very clear profit incentive. Want to hear
0: more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three
1: on AM 900
0: CHML.